Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yeah. I am hugely amused at this exact moment. Yeah? Really? Yeah, because I, when we record this show, I have to use Chrome. Because that is the only, well, not the only, that is the the browser window that I have that is compatible with the software we use, right? Mm-hmm. I usually use Safari because I'm a loser. And I'm okay with that. I like Safari. It integrates well with my Mac OS. It's fine. It's definitely a lot better than it used to be. Uh, Safari used to be really, really bad. So it's it's slightly better now. Okay. I don't use Chrome because Chrome sucks up so much uh, power on the computer. Mm -hmm. So whenever I open Chrome, it's basically when we're broadcasting. I opened up Chrome and then accidentally typed in like the web domain without or the web address without the dot com. Mm -hmm. So it was a search. Well, the last time I used Chrome, I decided to do something evil. I went to DuckDuckGo.com and installed the Chrome extension. So when you search, it automatically uses DuckDuckGo instead of Google. Oh, okay. Because I don't like Google very much. And Mm -hmm. I'm finding their results to be more and more troubling. So Mm -hmm. I prefer DuckDuckGo. But it was very funny because I type in the thing and results come up on DuckDuckGo. And this big thing came up from Google saying, like, do you wish to remove this extension and return to the use of Google? (laughs) And I clicked... No. And then I just (laughs) felt really good about it. And then we were doing the show. So I thought I would open by telling you about that. Good. Because that's, that's how it went down. So I am in like a speed move right now, trying to get everything ready for my trip to Georgia because I'm leaving tomorrow. And thanks to the fun of time and the internet, this will air after I've already gotten back, <laughs> but I'm currently washing clothes, packing bags, making sure I don't forget anything. Uh, it looks like my hotel might still have the pool open because cool. it's still pretty warm in, in, in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I'm pretty excited about that, but uh, I'm really excited because I, I did it. I started watching squid game. Oh, you did. I've watched two episodes. Okay. So you're not in ahead of me yet. No, not yet, I guess. I didn't know you I didn't know you'd watch more than one because you seem kinda down on it. No, no. I watched like four episodes, I think. I found it more addictive than heroin in many ways. Uh <laughs> I wanted to watch more. I actually watched the first two episodes and was like, whoa, because the what happened in episode two, I really wasn't expecting. I don't want to spoil anything. But I, I really even remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting that at all. That really. No. So right now it really has a chance to totally not be like other death game things I've watched. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I think that's where it's headed is not in the 
the commonly tread territory. I really do. Because as you have mentioned, and I've also recognized, there's a lot of death game stuff in Asia. Mm-hmm. Like, like as far as movies go, there's lots yeah. of like play a game to win money, or, but other people or yourself will die and stuff like that. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So especially because you read the the mangas and watch the animes. Yeah. I don't read like death game mangas. Jeez. But I watch the animes. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean to put you down like that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, like, because I don't know if I told this to you or where the hell I said this, but like. I think one of the reasons it's popular is we do have like death game stuff in the West, but it's like never like present time. It's always like alternate timeline kind of. Oh, well, yeah. Alternate. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Like you have like Hunger Games and like some other thing. I was thinking like Death Race 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. Death Race 2000. It's a race with death. I mean, I didn't think that's what it was. (laughs) but no i see what you're saying yeah they put it in a more modern time Mm -hmm. well one of my favorite death game movies of all time was 13 game of death which is indonesian i believe and it's about a guy who gets he's like broken down on his luck and he gets messages on his phone his nokia like dumb phone uh gets messages on his phone because this is like 2004 2005 he gets messages on his phone and uh, he ends up uh, doing a bunch of gross things. But then as it goes, it gets more violent instead of gross. I actually would really like you to see that movie, but it's hard to get a copy. Hmm. Yeah, it was everywhere when it came out and now it's kind of nowhere. They made wow. an American version of it in 2014, I think it was, or maybe it was 2012. And it was fine. But the yeah. Indonesian one was excellent. Was truly like really, really good. So I would highly recommend 13 game of death, the Indonesian version, because I believe the American one is called 13 game of death as well. Mm -hmm. But that's my favorite example of like a death game movie. But there's, I mean, there's like, you know, what was it? Uh, um, that movie with the running man, you know, there's like all these silly with Arnold Schwarzenegger from the eighties. That one takes place in the future as well. So you're, I think, I think I see what you're saying about like in our, in our, in the West, it, they tend to be either in the past or in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, cause I can think of like 10, not really, but maybe five <laughs> off the top of my head, anime death games. And they're all set like right now. Like you have like Mariah Nikki, which is future diary, which is like, God is like, I want a new, I don't, I can't be God anymore because I'm dying. So we need a new God. So like whoever's not dead is just going to be God <laughs> out of these 10 people. And that's like, it's really, it's not good, Yeah. but it's like really entertaining and really upsetting. Cause like one of the characters is just insane and like <laughs> loves this other character. And like at one point, like locks him up and is like, I'm going to keep you safe. I'm just going to change like, and then he's like, okay with it. And it's all messed up and not good. Okay. Okay. But, but you should watch it. No, you don't. No, have to no, I shouldn't. It. No, it's, it's like 24 <laughs> episodes or something like that. And you have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Well, fair enough. So I don't want to go much further into Squid Game because that's, I haven't even, I've only watched two, well, I watched two episodes. I watched the first 10 minutes of the third one and then had to accept that I was, I was like an, I was like an hour and 50 minutes past my usual bedtime Mm -hmm. and I was starting to like fall asleep. I was like, no, it's time to go to bed. 
So needless to say, when I get to my, and I don't want to, I'm not here to brag, but when I get to my <laughs> holiday in tomorrow, I am going to probably binge potentially all of the remaining episodes of Squid Game. That's what I, one of my things I like to do is when I have to travel solo, I like to get a hotel room halfway just so I don't have to exhaust myself as much, but also so I can have like a me day at a hotel. I miss mm-hmm. those. I used to get those a lot more pre-pandemic. Yeah. So It'll be nice to get that. And if the pool's open, oh, man, am I going to vaguely swim in it. (laughs) Boom, shaka, laka, laka. What? Nothing. (laughs) So, but I will say, I don't know what the point behind the Squid Game is, because I need to watch it all, I feel like, to really Mm -hmm. understand it. But I noticed some people saying it was like, you know, a total assault on on capitalism a total assault on you know modern life i think there's definitely i mean it's definitely full of commentary mm-hmm. but i did think it was interesting that the people so poor that they're willing to risk their own lives and the lives of others in order to get ahead were not were not most most of them were not just downtrodden because life is unfair most of them wreck their own lives. Yeah, it's not. It's not like oh, this poor person. Like they're they're well, most of them. It's mm-hmm. like it's there are not a few. like there are a few that yeah. definitely just have the worst luck ever, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's not like most of them aren't like oh, you know, my wife had cancer and we lost all our money, and this is the only thing I can do now. It's, yeah. it's like I gambled away all yeah. of my money. The main character, who I find incredibly likable, mm-hmm. I really like him yeah. a lot, yeah. but he's a degenerate gambler. Mm-hmm. He will blow every penny he gets on gambling. Yeah, that stuff with his daughter, like, <sighs> on her birthday. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? That's one, and I'm, I'm only going to spoil a little bit of the first episode, just a little bit so we can talk about it for a few minutes, but like, one of the things I thought was brilliant about Squid Game is that when it depicted degenerate gambling, when it depicted problem gamblers, it didn't show him losing. It mm-hmm. showed how dangerous it is when he wins, because that's what makes him willing to lose everything is mm-hmm. that every now and then he wins a bunch of money. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I also did, in case you were wondering, I also did the math, a million won, which is their mm-hmm. money is like roughly $890. What? That's that's not that much. But th- that gives you a better idea when they say like you owe 160 uh, million one. That mm-hmm. means they owe a lot of money. It's like $150,000. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I had to look that up because it always, I kind of wish in subtitles, they would just say screw it and put it in the the currency of where you're watching it. Yeah. Because I always have to Google it to understand if the stakes, how high the stakes are. Or to mm-hmm. understand whatever. So yeah, I immediately Googled like how much is a million one. And when it said like just a bit, a bit south of a thousand dollars, I was like, okay, so now when I see they say like it's a hundred million one, I can go, wow, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, but no, yeah, it was heartbreaking what happened with his daughter and just all of that. But, but good. You like feel for him because he's just, he's, he's an entitled brat, but he does have a good heart. Mm-hmm. And there's that part where he uses the last little bit of his money to buy that nice fish. And then he gives most of it to a street cat that's hungry. Mm-hmm. That stuff works for me really well about like telling you what a character is all about. Yeah. Like he's not an ungenerous person. And they did a similar thing with his friend who had the successful quote unquote successful job that it turns out wasn't so good. You mm-hmm. know, the one that he grew up with. 
Because that guy's also very generous. Yeah. And he also yeah. has made some really stupid decisions that are going to be bad. So haven't finished it, but I will say out there, if you've been debating, and I have a feeling if you have Netflix, you've been debating watching Squid Game because they make sure you know all the time how popular it is and that you would like it. But if you haven't, I would I would say it's a worth a watch, especially when it's a 10 episode season. It fl- Even though they're an hour an episode, they fly by. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend that so far. I can't imagine it's going to blow it because it's people have so many nice things to say about it. I imagine it's going to wrap up well. Yeah. Although probably. Kobe Bryant didn't like the ending. It was awesome. Kobe Bryant said that he didn't like the ending, right? He said that mm-hmm. on Twitter to the director. He was like, I really loved it. I didn't like the ending, though. And the director responded by saying, oh, that's nice. I saw Space Jam, too. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) But I'm also curious. I'm curious to see where it goes because South Korea has a really interesting relationship with economy. Because if you look at the way South Korea, South Korea has had a lot of good things happen to their economy in the last 30 years or so, maybe Mm -hmm. 40 years. And it mostly all started with a deregulation of companies from Europe coming there and opening businesses. And what often happens when you open a business in a foreign land is inevitably you don't want to send people from England or America to Korea again and again and again. It's too expensive. It's too difficult. You, it, it's double the training. So what they do is as soon as they have people experienced enough to run the places from the place that they're at, they start giving those jobs to those people right. as soon as they can to save money and trouble. And then those people gain valuable work experience. And that's kind of how you start getting a small nation to become an economic power Mm -hmm. is they get a taste of it and people get the experience to understand that like, oh, well, I worked in a textile factory for 15 years. I could probably open a textile factory. Like it's not a mystery to me how they do it. I Mm -hmm. know exactly. And that's what has happened a lot in South Korea. So South Korea has had a lot of great economic growth, but I think that would give them an interesting understanding of poverty and an interesting, because they've had, they have a lot less now than they did, but they still have too much. I would dare say everyone has too much poverty. So it's very interesting. So, I mean, well, and Parasite was an excellent, excellent film about, uh, you know, being lower class and being upper class. So you saw Parasite, didn't you? You never, how? You just keep talking about it and thinking that I've seen it and I just keep going along with it. Michelle, how did you not see Parasite? It won the, it was the first foreign film to win best picture. I know. That doesn't mean that I saw it. How did you not see see it? it? When would I see it? all right, young lady. I'll I'll watch it. No, I'm worry. ordering it right now. No. What if I did see it and I just forgot? You wouldn't forget Parasite. Okay. I'm ordering you a copy right no. now. Gosh. And I'm getting you the dubbed version. No. I'm no! <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know, because I'm evil. Jeez. Uh, oh, the Blu-ray is actually cheaper than the DVD can't believe you're making me do this no young please lady. don't please don't order parasite for me why not you need it you need to learn young lady mm. you make me so mad 
I like Korean though. I like the the language. I like the cadence of it. I yeah. think it's really interesting to listen to. I would agree with that. Um, let me see. Sorry, I'm shopping because Michelle is such a nightmare. Okay. Used acceptable. Oh, but but for like 20 cents more used good. Okay, I'm going oh. with used good. No, go with the acceptable one. Save your 20 cents. I cannot tell you, friends, how many times I've had to teach Michelle a lesson by sending her a movie. I'm sorry, Michelle. You leave me no other choice. You're really hurting my feelings. Good. Good. I'm just going to, under gift options, add gift message. I'm just going to put, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Exclamation point from Henrik. Save gift options and continue. How? I'm just so mad. I feel like a, like a dad who's like debating, like hitting you. Just like, you how can. could you do this? You can't. I'm too far away. But I mean, if you come here. <laughs> you All right. You'll have it by Friday. Oh, done. I just can't believe you haven't seen it. I almost feel hurt that you ha wouldn't have told me sooner. Hey, I haven't seen that. I must have. You, you must have known at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. And then I was like, well, there's no way Michelle's going to continue hurting me like this. Mm -hmm. So, well, you're going to watch Parasite. And then next week we're going to talk all about Parasite. So. Yay. Anyone who's listening or watching this, now you know your homework, because the next episode of the show is going to be about Parasite. So you better watch it, because we're going to spoil the whole movie. Mm. <laughs> it's not about a parasite, if that helps. I know. Okay. I know about the movie, I just haven't seen it. See, I didn't know anything about the film when I saw it. Oh. Like, I didn't know a friggin' thing, so I was very surprised. But... All right, so uh, I just got to get over how mad I am at you. Oh, this tea's from yesterday. It's Wednesday. I'm going to set that back Aww. down. I almost took a sip of day-old tea. I mean, it's steeped real well, I'm sure. So, <laughs> so what's up in your world, Michelle? Didn't you start at a new store in your job? Yeah. I don't know why I said like job. I think I said it like <laughs> that trying to be funny about the fact that we won't say where you work. Oh, you know, in like, yeah. but we, but yeah. So, <laughs> but you started a new, a new location in your, uh -huh. in your job, right? Yeah. And it's going well. Um, I guess. I mean, it's only, you only been there two days, uh -huh. but those days went well, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> why are you, why are you being so coy? What if it, what if this is it? What if it, that's like, it just have two good days and then it's like horrible the rest of is the time? Is it that good that you're afraid that, that like, this is a trick? Yes. Wow. Okay. That says everything though. Like, like you don't understand. <laughs> I went there and I went and I saw a guy and I was like, I'm Michelle. And he was like, oh, yay. The new Shifley. And I was like, can I help you with things? And he was like, oh, man, please help me. And then another person came in and they did the same thing. <laughs> and and I don't know what to do. And yesterday I was talking to my boss and I was saying, like, we got to do this stuff. Like, can we do this stuff? And then after she just kind of like nodded and was like, yeah, whatever. Like, 
I was like, oh no, the reason she's not going and doing it is because that's my job. I forgot what my job <laughs> is. <laughs> so it's safe to say your last location didn't go so good. No, not really. Yeah. So now you have to relearn your job and do it. Yeah, well, it's more like uh, I have responsibilities. Like I have, like I can do things. Like I can be like, hey, I don't like the way you guys are messaging people or like, I think we needed this in the staging area and I can get it and I can just tell my boss like I'm going to get a thing and then she'll be like cool and my other job I would no one let me do anything and they didn't like my ideas or they say okay I'll I'm going to think about that and then we didn't ever do it Mm. or like I need supplies and my boss would be like okay I'm going to make them and I was like "Mm, I could just go to the store (laughs) and so like and I had to my last boss I was like, you need supplies. Where's the storage unit? And she was like, I don't think shift leads are allowed at the storage unit. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> are you sure? And so for like a couple of weeks, I was like, what the hell? And then we had like a huge printer issue. And I had to like go over her head and be like, I- can I go to the storage unit to-, to like her boss? And she was like, sure. So like, like, I don't, I have like no control over anything. And I had a- another, I had a second supervisor had the same job as me at the other store and we we didn't have the same ideas about things and any changes that i instituted she changed so yeah i'm not a huge fan of your old location yeah i'm thrilled for you i really am i'm glad you got transferred thanks and but it's really really hard because i have to try a i'm scared that i'm gonna end up leaving them really soon and then they're gonna be sad but that's a problem because I also don't think I'm doing a good job and I don't know how to square those two thoughts. Um, you're afraid you're doing such a good job you'll have to leave, but you're also afraid you're doing a very bad job. Yeah. Whatever will hurt everyone else more <laughs> is what I'm afraid That's of. That's usually what you're expecting is whatever causes the most collateral damage is what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think... I think it's going to be okay. I don't know. And... But it's it's really difficult because like I want to to like convey my woes to other people. <laughs> and I was talking to just another supervisor yesterday at a different location about how everyone was nice. And she was like, why is that? She's like, what do you mean? People weren't nice at your last store. And um, I was like, no, they weren't. But but like the problem is like I don't know how much to say because I feel like I just went through a, a breakup and I'm just like <laughs> talking about my. Like, you know, my ex used to do this. And, like, I heard that people don't like that. So. Um, I think it's a little different when it, when it's not in the realm of dating. Because being, like, you know, at the last store I had, people were really rude to me and didn't let me do my job. Doesn't really sound that bad. Because it's like, so now I'm here where if you're nice to me, all I'll do is my job. Like, mm-hmm. sounds all right to me. But I'm sure it's terrible. You're a bad person. It's, yeah. It's really bad. It's really everything's really pretty terrible right now. I'm yeah. sorry. Thanks. You're you're welcome, I guess. I don't know how I I don't know how I feel about all of this, but okay. Well, I'm happy for you. Thanks. So um I went to the theater yesterday and I saw the Eternals. Not really recommending people go see the Eternals. I don't even know what it is. Good, good, good. I didn't either. It's a Marvel movie. It's like the new group of superheroes, I guess, from based on a comic. 
I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't really care much for the movie. It, they, they, uh, it was a big deal because it had the first like Marvel love scene and the first Marvel gay kiss, which I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. They, it was all, it was all motivated by the story. It's not like they were just like, anyway, between fights, let's kiss. It, no, <laughs> it was, was like, better. it was good stuff, but I'm kind of mad. Cause Disney at first was like, we're not changing anything about this movie. And now they're starting to, to remove all of the intimacy stuff for the international market. Oh yeah. China probably will not release that movie. If two men kiss in it. Maybe. I guess I guess Disney is would rather China release the movie than it probably would be at least half of the box office would probably be China. I, I mean I know that they're like a huge, if not the biggest market, but principles. That's cute. It's yeah. cute what you just said. I mean I don't like Disney, so I don't <laughs> But so besides that, though, I thought the movie was fine. It was just kind of a little bit boring. I don't know the characters. I'm not familiar with the characters. And there were a lot of them. That's a, that, so it was hard to like kind of get invested because you're having to learn so much about so many people all at once. Mm-hmm. But there was one moment that amused me. So the basically the concept of the Eternals, and I'm sure that our friends listening who are big nerds for comics, which we have a few, are probably going to make sure to inform me better. But my big pro. Oh, so so before I talk about the thing that that made me laugh the most, there were a couple of things. Number one, the Eternals are aliens who are sent to planets to protect them from these other alien creatures called the deviants. They're like monsters and they kill things. They're, they're bad. So they, the Eternals are there to like stop the deviants from destroying the, the people of a planet in this case, earth, but that's it. They have, they all, there are like eight of them and they all have different superpowers and one thing that was really confusing, it shows them arriving on Earth by saving a bunch of cave people from a deviant. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was like, wait, if this is the era of cave people, why is one eternal a Pakistani and one eternal a Mexican and one eternal Asian? No, but I'm not. It's just people talk about how great it is because it's such a diverse cast of superheroes. And that's great. But like. Why? Why? <laughs> Like they're superheroes from not earth before mankind existed. Why do they have like very clear, um, like earth racial traits? Is it, is there like a, is it like time? How does time flow in this universe? It appears to flow normally, but I could, but, but I could find out that I'm wrong hmm. on that because there's like lore, you know, but it was just kind of a funny thing. I was like, okay. Okay. Cause like at one point, they were, they had to stand idly by while the, um, while the conquistadors were like attacking a bunch of natives and they weren't allowed to do anything cause they're not supposed to. Yeah. And, uh, one of the, uh, one of the characters, uh, one of the Eternals is Selma Hayek. And like when they were like, we should stop because this is wrong. I was like, you can't. Cause if you do Selma Hayek's culture won't exist, <laughs> there'll be no Mexicans. <laughs> so it was just kind of an odd moment, but I thought you would appreciate that. I turned to my buddy Jeff at the screening when they said like, we don't ever interfere with human events. We only protect them from the deviants. Mm-hmm. I just immediately turned to my friend Jeff and I was like, I wonder how 6 million Jews feel about that. Not good. <laughs> kind of pissed off. I mean, and then they had, they had another part where, cause all of them have different superpowers. Like one has like a super punch power. One has like a super brain can make technology, you know, stuff like that. And the guy who makes the technology, they cut to him at Hiroshima, like after it's been bombed and he's like mad and he decides he's not going to be an eternal anymore. He's just going to hang out on earth because 
uh, he helped in some small way develop the technology to make the bomb because they don't, they're not all perfect. They do have to like integrate into society to some extent. So of course he became a scientist, mm-hmm. but so the funny thing though, is as he's standing there saying like, this is it, like, this is the moment I know I can't do this stuff. Like I can't, I can't do any of it. I again, turned to my friend Jeff and said, I just want to point out Auschwitz and Dachau were completely in full operation right in that moment when he's like, this is too much. We bombed a warring Japan. Like they were at war with America. America bombed them. It was a tragedy, but there are literally women and children and civilians just in camps being executed in, in Europe. But maybe they were too busy that day. Yeah. (laughs) But I've been told that nothing is worse to watch with me than historical fiction. Cause all I, all I do is stuff like that. Like, you know, somebody's like, oh man, this time period's so romantic. And I lean in, and I'm like, women couldn't vote yet. And they're like, damn it, stop ruining things. So I'm a bad, I'm a bad person when it comes to historical fiction. I always think about like all the things that are going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Do you do that or you just relax with it and enjoy it? Um, I'm not a huge fan of historical fiction. Yeah. Um, eh, pass. It's already, it's already happened. <laughs> Can't fix it. Um, but no, I don't really do that. I'm not that smart. So you're not that smart. Yeah, I don't go like, oh, there's other things happening. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any grasp of history. No. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever know what happened in the past. I mean, like even the recent past. Uh, you just like you get something in the mail and you're like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? It's a return to sender letter. Like. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of, I got a letter in the mail yesterday from a payment processing company I'd never heard of, which made me think it was probably a scam. Mm -hmm. And then I opened the letter up and it was for $5.42. So then I immediately knew it must be for filmmaking because those (laughs) kinds of, that kind of uh, number Mm -hmm. is only paid out from filmmaking. Yeah. But they paid me through some other company like some company I'd never heard of. I had to Google the company, find the name of the person who registered the LLC and then search their last name in my mailbox to find who the hell it was or what deal I made or anything. Cause all they sent was a check from a payment processor. They didn't send a, you know, statement. They didn't send anything else. So I cashed it. Of course. I mean, it's my $5 and 42 cents, but it was for a licensing deal I made in September of 2020 for one of my short films to be played at a drive-in movie festival. Wow. The festival never happened in 2020, but the deal was for three years. So I guess they did air it in some drive-ins this year. Okay. I was supposed to get something like, you know, 50 cents per screening or something. So Hey, it's, it's like a five, five minute short film that literally would make no money at all. But I felt like I almost wanted to keep that and like, and like take a good photo of it so I could show it to all my filmmaker friends when they ask like, so how do you make money on short films? And I'd be like, well, my friend, <laughs> take a look at this. So, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to flex. I'm just letting people know. I mean, this is the kind of money I'm rolling with homies. Yeah. If I, if I, you know, it's funny, if I had a dollar for every time I got a really low cost check, it would be worth it. I just like how um, it's like you don't even know where your money's coming from because you're getting so much money. It's just like coming from all places and you're just like, what is this money? I do get checks and don't even know why I'm getting. I mean, I have to be reminded like, oh, yeah, you made an agreement with that company. 
And then I'm like, yeah, we call that mailbox money. It's the best kind of money. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it usually it's a, it's the kind of money that like, you know, might pay your car insurance. Well, mine, cause it's forever getting smaller. Apparently as yours grows, mine shrinks, but, <laughs> but, but uh, in this case, it was like McDouble money. Mm, mm-hmm. McDouble. So I, so to make today even crazier busy on top of having to do the podcast and clean up the house and get the dogs ready to board. I also made my mother lunch. So I, I made her um, a Portuguese lunch. Oh. My mother is not the Portuguese side of the family. So she has never eaten Portuguese food. And I've only started to dabble in Portuguese cooking in the last month or two, mm-hmm. mainly because I have a bunch of really good Portuguese smoked meat. I have linguiça and choris, which are very, very good. So I made my mother chorice, peppers, and rice, and it was super, super good. Good. Yay. I made her enough to last the whole weekend because I'm going to be out of town and she's having a procedure done. Nothing serious, not a surgery procedure, but it's like a procedure. And when it's done, she'll need three days to recover. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into detail because if my mom listens, she might be like, I don't want people to know my business, but it's just something that's <laughs> going to make her life easier, make her more comfortable. Right. So. But yeah, so I made my mom lunch and uh, I've been uh, uh, dealing with the uh, hilarious results of Henwolf's breed DNA mm-hmm. to find out that Henwolf has none of the breeds that anyone has ever estimated for her ever. Yeah. Everybody looks at her, including myself, and goes, St. Bernard. Not any. Not any St. Bernard at all. Zero. Most dogs, most mutts get like you know, that we found 16 breeds, but here are the main ones. She mm-hmm. got four. Yeah. Total of four breeds. Isn't it five? Uh, let me, okay. Boxer. Maybe it is four. Boxer, Pitbull, Chow Chow, German Shepherd. Oh yeah, yeah it is four. four. Yeah. I don't know what else I was thinking. I don't know. But, and Henwolf is now officially a Pitbull mix, which means that I am a very, holier than thou person because I took in a pit bull mix. Yeah. Yeah. You would never in a thousand years look at her and go, that's a pit bull in there. Yeah, She doesn't look anything like a pit bull. <laughs> well, so interesting thing to bring up. I did some research because one of the cool things I used one of those DNA companies, which I'm not going to name because they sponsor podcasts. So if they want to sponsor <laughs> us, I will happily tell you which DNA kit I used. But if you are listening to this, and you are curious what DNA kit I used, you can email me and I'll tell you because I do mm-hmm. think they're they're better. So, and, and I can give you a referral code so you'll save some money. But it's not a sponsorship, so they blow me until they, you know. But if you comment or email me or whatever, I'd be happy to give you the uh, the info. But so Wolfie, <laughs> we get Wolfie's results. Chicano's results will hopefully be here next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to guess anymore what dogs are. Apparently a lot of people get mad and go like, this is not my dog. And it's like, it is genetics. As it turns out, I know we've always heard genetics are simple and easy to predict and figure out. turns out they're not. Mm -hmm. So everybody that's ever met Henwolf has been like, oh, she's like a St. Bernard. And like, oh, she kind of looks like a collie. Oh, she's so cute. You know, Mm -hmm. like, and, and, and I've literally, I've shown you pictures of a St. Bernard, uh, Australian shepherd mix or collie mix rather. They look yeah. exactly like her. Yeah. None of those are present. <laughs> what we found was Henwolf is half boxer, just half boxer, and then half, uh, and then her other parent was a pit bull 
half Pitbull and then the other half was Chow Chow and German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. So I did a little digging. One of the cool things that this genetic test lets you do is it lets you see siblings or, well, relatives. So we were able to find some dogs that share 35% DNA with Henwolf, which would suggest wow. that they are cousins, uncles, grandparents, that realm of level wow. of DNA you share. I looked at a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. None of them look like her. I mean, some of them have the same coloring, but they don't look mm-hmm. anything like her. They look wow. completely different. So then I just searched boxer pitbull mix. Mm-hmm. Nothing like her. Do not look anything <laughs> like her. Well, then Embark says, hey, do you want to see more dogs with a similar makeup to your dog? Here you go. So they gave me four dogs they found that have mm-hmm. had Embark tests who have 95% of the same breed makeup as Henwolf. None of them look anything like her at all. Wow. So I'm guessing Henwolf is just a massive amount of recessive traits. Mm-hmm. Probably, so I looked at a the mix of Chow Chow and German Shepherd. Yeah, which you showed me. Yeah, and yeah. that kind of looks like her a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. in the fur, in yeah. the fur and the and the tail. It is interesting because knowing now that she's part boxer, it makes sense why her chest is a giant barrel and her little tiny back legs. <laughs> like, it all adds up why that is. What were you going to say? I have no idea. Oh. But, so that makes sense. That adds up. Mm-hmm. Also, boxers happen to have like a lot of interesting, you know, quirks she has. They're known for being very gassy. Henwolf is very gassy. (laughs) Yay. So it's been an adventure uh, learning about this stuff. But my best guess, and I looked at the deeper genetic information, it appears that she just got lots of genes from the Chow Chow and German Shepherd, Mm -hmm. which was like grandparents. Yeah. It's very likely that Henwolf's litter, she was the only dog that looked like that. Like the only dog with long hair, the only dog that kind of looked like a collie. So weird, right? Yeah. Well, and another thing about Henwolf, because obviously I don't know where she came from. I don't know who bred her. I don't know anything. I adopted her when she was older. Mm -hmm. But her tail is docked. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that the reason her tail was docked was that she must have been part Australian Shepherd. Because Australian Shepherd St. Bernard mixes look just like Henwolf, basically. Mm -hmm. I always thought, oh, it must have been because, you know, they wanted to make her look more like an Australian Shepherd. I was half right. If her, it appears because of the amount of relatives Henwolf has, Mm -hmm. it is very likely that one of her parents was a purebred boxer that was like being bred a lot. And not only does she have all these relatives, but almost none of them are Ohio. They're all over America. Which, again, would suggest that they were used for breeding, Mm -hmm. like heavily breeding. So I'm thinking they docked Henwolf's tail to get her to look more like a boxer. And then as she got older, they're probably like, yeah, nothing's going to do that. (laughs) Like, so, like, maybe, so, like, one of the parents was, had sex with another parent that, like, wasn't, they weren't supposed to, maybe? Could be. Or, or it could have just been like, let's just see what happens. Like we have a, a, a healthy female or a healthy male, you know, like whatever, who knows, you know, how these things happen is always kind of a mystery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but that, that gave us Henwolf. So I'm sorry that her tail got docked. I know it would have been so cute and floofy. 
Yeah. But she does look really cute when her little nubbin goes because she's excited. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's what we learned about Henwolf. We'll see what happens with Chicano. I'm not comfortable making guesses anymore. Uh, there's a lot of opinions about what his mix is. I, yeah, I mean, I haven't met him, so I'm not allowed to even have. Did you meet also- Henwolf? No. Okay, I didn't think you met Henwolf either. Yeah. What were you no. going to say? Oh, I'm not allowed to have like a real opinion because I don't. And also, like, I don't understand dog breeds. Like, I do, <laughs> but I kind of don't. Yeah. But I do because, like, I I don't know. It's a different thing with cats. Like, just. Yeah, no, know. it is. Well, dogs, it's because these are mixed breeds of dogs that already had their genes, like, picked out for a long time to be a very specific way. Well, I mean, cats, too, but it's yeah, different. It is you different, know? Um. Because, like, you, you never know. I mean, Giggs is, Giggs is Torty, so I don't know what her parents looked like. I assume one of them was orange and one of them was black. But I don't know what they were, you know? Yeah. I assume they were small. I'm assuming they were cats. That's you don't know that. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe one of them was a fox, and that's why she's, she's orange. Aw. Yeah, Giggs is cute. So, with, with Chicano... The guesses, not my own, other mm-hmm. people's guesses are Border Collie. And I would have to agree, he really does look like a Border Collie. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But he really does look like a Border Collie. Um, he has the ears and the coat of a bo- and the tail of a Border Collie. The other guess people make a lot is that there's a Husky or a Malamut or a Akita or a, even a, a, a Shiba Inu, some kind of Asian dog. Because his face and the fluffiness of his hind legs and tail look a lot like Asian dogs. Huh. My guess would be Husky or Malamute or or maybe even Akita because they're super common in America. As where if it was like Shiba Inu or something, that would be a little bit more rare. But it could be. Mm-hmm. It totally could be. The uh, So a lot of people think that. Uh, when I put him on Reddit and asked Reddit, hey, what is my dog? <laughs> people thought he was a Border Collie Australian Shepherd mix. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't see it, but it could be. That's a popular mix to make. So, I don't know. I look forward to being wrong. I wonder if he's going to be one of those where it's like he's like 30 different things. I think like it will so be. so many things that it doesn't even matter anymore. I think it will be. Like, yeah, the dog that we jokingly refer to as his son, mm-hmm. he's like got 27 breeds in him and he's like a third pit bull. And has almost no collie in him at all, but he looks like a collie, like, very, very much. It is so funny how genes work. Yeah, what's up with all these pit bull mixes not looking like pit bulls? It's how they get you. They they get your guard down, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Turn out to be pit bulls. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, Apparently, people... My mother, when I showed my mom, she was like, I don't see it at all. You should get a refund. Like, mom, I think that they're right. I think that we just don't know anything about genes. Apparently, a lot of people go, I don't see it at all. You know, or like, this is wrong. They gave me the wrong dog or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> okay. I mean, you really can't predict. Like, you can breed a a female with long legs with a male with short legs and hope that you get medium legs. Mm-hmm. But you might. You might not. Right. Like, it never works 100%. So, you know, what are you going to do? Stop it. Stop breeding dogs? Yeah. Well, but then we wouldn't have dogs. Okay. 
<laughs> no, I guess I guess dogs are fine. Oh, you I think you need a dog. No. I think you need like a bit like a dog that's as big as you. I want one that's bigger than me because I want to ride it. It's gonna okay, be awesome. we can get you a full-blown Mastiff. He'll be yeah. like 148 pounds. Yeah, that's bigger than me. It could at least pull you on like a sled around your neighborhood in the winter. It doesn't, there's not usually snow or that much ice. I guess I could put some ice down yeah, and see? I could just go around the block with my giant dog. Yeah. And everyone can be like, there's that weird person. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, what would you name your giant dog? That I'm getting you for Christmas. No. It's I don't too know. Late. I'm already putting in applications with Pet Finder. No. It's too big. I can't take care of a dog that big. Why can't you? Because it has it needs too much food. It needs like two bowls of food. That's do you know how much food Giggs needs? Like not that much food. You know? <laughs> it's not that much food. You just buy it in bulk and then it's cheap. Fine, I'll pay for the food. No, I'm gonna deliver. Okay. I'm gonna deliver you like a giant mastiff with a big bow on it. <laughs> what would you name it? I don't know. I'd have to meet it first. That's a fair point. Well, okay. Do you have like a list though of potential names? No. You don't do that. No, because I I I never get to use them. Like with gigs or oh, with my yeah. last cat. Like I didn't get to name them. I could have named gigs, but I didn't. Yeah, you didn't want to um, change your name. Yeah. Well, although you kind of did. I don't think anybody called her Giggs. No, they didn't. But but she still let her name like on paper is still Fizzgig. And yeah. I do call her that every once in a while when I'm angry or when I'm trying to get her attention. <laughs> I'm going to pull out your government name. Yes. <laughs> Fizzgig Adler, get over here. <laughs> I, Henwolf and I get along so well, she responds better to Wolfie than Henwolf because I never oh. call her Henwolf generally. Oh. She's Wolfie. She's my big Wolfie. Although, now that we found out she's half boxer, her new other nickname is Bruiser. We call her Bruiser now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not cool. This is, I'm mm-hmm. just a loser. Oh, you're cool. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>